Hey there, friend. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Byword Show. Super pumped that you're here. Grab a chai, pull up a chair. Not if you're driving, though. Stay right where you're at. Today, I wanted to just get chatty, share a little bit of what's been on my mind, and maybe something that'll possibly help you too, because I've been having conversations with some other women in my life and just thinking a lot about this topic of just starting, like just giving yourself permission to try. And I don't know why sometimes we just talk ourselves out of it so easily. It's so easy to come up with excuses or get caught up in fear, comparison, like all the things. So I thought, let's just sit down and talk about it. So I asked you guys on Instagram recently, if there are dreams or goals or even like projects, hobbies that you've wanted to try, and you just haven't given yourself permission or you just haven't like started. And I got so many responses from you guys. I shared a few of my own. And so I just wanted to read a few of them and kind of give my insights. And I just, I mean, I hope we all know I am not perfect at all at this. I still struggle a lot with this idea of trying new things and starting and putting myself out there. It is still just as scary for me, even though I do it a lot, like all the time. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I actually decided to go back to school and it was a big decision and a really scary decision because I haven't been to school in a really long time. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, all the excuses, I'm too old. It's too much money. I don't have time. I'm doing a lot of other things. Like it's just, it's not going to be worth it. And I just got real with myself and I got quiet and I sat down and I was just like, you know what? I feel like this is what I need to do. I feel like there's not much I could lose by pursuing this. And so I'm just going to try because you may have heard me say this before, but I'm a believer. I stand by this idea that you sometimes just don't get the clarity that you're looking for until you try. And so when we give ourselves permission to just start, a lot of the time from there, we can figure out like, okay, yes, this is the thing. I'm so glad I did this. Or, okay, no, never mind. Like, this is not the thing for me. Glad I tried it, but it's going to be a no. And that's okay. But I feel like sometimes we don't really get that clarity until we try. So let's dive into this. So from Instagram, some of the things that you guys said were reasons that you don't want to try things or you don't want to start a new thing is having little kids. I hear you on that one. I have got a two-year-old, almost three-year-old toddler running around. <laughs> I work primarily from home. And so that is a big one for me as well. Money is a huge one. And I feel like with money, I mean, okay, let's just, let's just talk about it. Money is a big one for a lot of people, but I think, and we'll get into this. I think that something we get, we get stuck behind a lot is feeling like we have to have all the best stuff or equipment or resources and tools before we start something. And that is not the case. And I feel like this podcast is a great example in my personal story of, of this reason why I didn't start. So I wanted to do this podcast for probably like two or three years before I actually started it. And the reason I didn't is because I didn't feel like I had enough money to get the best equipment. I didn't feel qualified. I didn't think people would care. I was scared I would run out of things to say. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know anything about podcasting, uploading. And I wanted to like buy all of these trainings and 
guides and this is starter kits and all the stuff. And it was just at the end of the day, Christopher was like, Hannah, you've been talking about this podcast for years. Just do it. Just start it. And so, you know what I did? I ordered a $20 mic from Amazon. I downloaded a free hosting platform and I used my iPhone headphones for the first this past year. And you know what? It's been great. And it's just been really freeing for me because normally I wouldn't, I'm the kind of person who doesn't want to start something until it's perfect or I I know I can succeed. And honestly, how silly is that? Because so much of the time, I feel like we keep ourselves from enjoying things that could be really purposeful and fulfilling for us because we don't just give ourselves permission to show up before we have it all figured out and before we're perfect, which we're not going to ever be perfect, but you know what I mean? Like a lot of the time I feel like we just get stuck behind that lie that we have to have it all figured out before we even start. It's just not true because you know what? The thing is the first couple of times, they're probably going to suck. They're probably not going to be great. The first time you try something new, the first time you make something new, the first run on a project, you know, like you're not going to be the expert. And that is okay because everybody who's good at anything starts as a beginner. And that's the key to getting better is just simply starting. And so I'm so glad looking back that I decided just to try because I honestly would have probably still been making excuses and I wouldn't have started this thing if I didn't have Christopher just telling me, do the dang thing. And so from there, I've been able to grow and build and upgrade and it really hasn't even made that much of a difference for me. And so money, even though it's a big one, and obviously it's a case by case thing, I feel like shouldn't be something that holds us back because we can always start small and grow from there. I mean, with school and things like that, you know, it may be a different story. Like that is a bigger investment of money. But again, it's like, what's the smallest step I can take forward? And we can talk about that later. Back to the list of things that hold us back from starting. Fear of failure. This girl right here is the queen of fear of failure town. And I am not lying. Like sometimes, and gosh, I'm telling you for years, I was so scared to put myself out there or try anything because I was so afraid it would fail. And um, I think I already said this, but I just was so afraid to start anything if I wasn't 100% positive that it would succeed or it, that it would be good or people would like it. And that held me back for so long because honestly, who cares? Like failure has become this thing that we're so afraid of, but it's really not even the worst thing ever. And I mean, let me, let me kind of explain what my thought process is behind this. I feel like we've given failure this really bad rap and it's like, oh my gosh, if you fail at something, like you're done, like you'll never be able to try again. Like what, what is that? That doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? And so it's like, Let's say I started this podcast. Nobody listened. Nobody cared. It never went anywhere. Did I fail? I mean, it kind of depends on who's measuring success, you know? And like, what is success? Is success the fact that I actually did it? Is success the fact that I'm making millions of dollars off of it? Like, is the success that I have a bunch of listeners? Like, it just, it's so just such a flighty thing. Like we have to sit down and figure out like what our goals even are in order to be able to measure success. And if you haven't listened to the episode we just did with my friend Madison on redefining success, listen to that and then get started on whatever you're doing. But 
truly, I feel like failure is something that holds us back or the fear of failure when really failure is just an opportunity to learn. Like I was thinking just this morning about a friend who's starting this business and it's kind of nerve wracking, right? To start anything, especially something that you're putting a lot of stock into and like you're putting yourself out there. And I was just thinking, you know what? Like the worst thing that can happen is that you learn something and that's not a bad thing, right? Like if this podcast was a total failure by whatever standard, the only thing that would happen is I would learn like, okay, well, what do I need to do differently? Do I even like this? Is this the right thing that that I should be doing? Like, you know, and so I feel like we shouldn't look at failure as this enemy, but as something that just teaches us and is really not even a negative thing. It just means that it didn't work out the way we thought it would. And so we get a chance to try something new. I feel like it was in Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figure Outable. She talks a lot about this. I highly recommend that book. If you're somebody who's just afraid to start or try and you're just making up excuses, I'm raising my hand. Um, but yeah, she talks about this idea that fail- failure isn't bad. It's actually something that can help us. It's a tool to teach us and help us grow and move forward because if we quote fail, we're never going to be starting over from there. We're constantly going to just be building on top of where we left off. So it's like, okay, that didn't work, but now this is a sign that we just want to try it a different way. And so I've started to kind of look at failure that way. And again, I'm still very much in process, but it's something that I come back to because I feel like a lot of the time for me personally, this one, the fear of failure, the fear of what people will think, it keeps me from starting And really it shouldn't because I'm keeping myself from learning things that really could help me become a better person and create better things for the world. So can we just push that aside? Okay. Let's just agree to, to let that go. All right. Next is not making time. I've been there too. This whole list is pretty much things that I deal with on a daily, regular basis, (laughs) but not making time is a huge one. And I feel like For me, something that I've learned, especially now that I'm a mom or in busy seasons or whatever, like everybody goes through seasons where it's just hard to make time for things that you want to try. Um, But I recently read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. So incredibly good. If you, let me just say everybody needs to read it, but it's about creativity and creative living beyond fear. And in the book, she talks about how ideas and dreams and ideas, passions, this kind of stuff. It comes to us and it's so easy for us to make up every reason why it's not for us, why we shouldn't try, why we shouldn't start. And we end up missing out on something that could be really magical and beautiful in our lives and fulfilling and purposeful and impactful. And she was like, what, what if we just had a different approach to creativity and ideas? Like what if we actually showed up ready to receive creativity and ideas and dreams and all of these things? And she gave this example, and I know it's a pretty extreme example, but if you think about somebody who's having an affair, they would do anything to be with that person, even if it meant leaving their family in the middle of the night because they wanted to have that experience of passion. And it's like, why are we not as intentional about pursuing the things that light us up. And they're usually like good things. And especially like you guys know, I'm a big believer that our dreams and goals and desires and passions are really kind of the things that give us the roadmap to a life of fulfillment and being able to glorify God in a way that nobody else can. And so when we put those things on the shelf, obviously we want to use wisdom and, and, you know, trust God's timing. And when we start the things, but for the sake of this conversation, it's like, there's so many times when I make up excuses for why I shouldn't, 
And then when I actually do the thing, it's like, whoa, I have found so many good things about myself and other people and God in this thing. And I wish I would have done it sooner. And I feel like that's the response a lot of people have when they finally give themselves permission to start. So as far as making time, something that has helped me is just literally, literally putting it on my calendar, putting it on your phone, setting aside a block of time. Even if it's just 10 minutes, I'm telling you, just sit down, brainstorm, try. And what I was saying earlier is what's the smallest first step that you can take? Cause I feel like, you know, sometimes we look at these big dreams and ideas and projects and we're like, I can't even start. I don't know where to begin. It's so overwhelming. Right. But if you look at the big picture, of course, it's going to be overwhelming because there's no way you can just jump from where you are to being this huge, successful queen of the world. Right. It's like, let's break it down into chunks. Like what is the, literally the smallest step you could take today. And so for me getting this podcast, what was the smallest thing that I could do to start? Let's think of a name. Let's think of like, what am I going to talk about? Let's think of colors. I like, you know, like I'm talking tiny, tiny things, but even those things pushed me forward. They were steps in the right direction towards a bigger goal. But if I didn't take the time to do them, like it wouldn't be the full picture that I have now. And so even those tiny, small things are helpful. And so just start there. If you have a dream idea project that you want to start and you don't know where to begin, you feel overwhelmed, or you're just like, I just feel clueless. Let's sit down, make a list of, you don't have to make a list, but I love lists. So if that works for you, great. And you could try this, but like maybe make a list or brainstorm all the steps that you can think of where you're at to get to where you want to be. Do you want to start a business? Okay what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to sell? Have you looked up products that you like? Um, do you want to start, do you want to write a book? Like, have you decided what the title is going to be? Have you decided like what the chapters are going to be about? Um, do you want to go on your dream vacation? Like, have you looked up where you want to go? Have you looked up places that you want to stay? Have you looked up times of year that are good to go? Like, Those are tiny, tiny things that may seem insignificant, but they're actually steps forward that are going to help you accomplish the goal. So take a breath, like relieve some pressure on yourself and just start really small because the first step is the hardest, but that's what gets the ball rolling. So there's, there's my little soapbox on that. So a couple other things that you guys mentioned are roadblocks for you when it comes to starting is feeling like it won't work out, which I feel like kind of goes back to the fear of failure. But again, just let yourself, give yourself permission to just learn in the journey. It does not have to be so serious. I think that sucks the joy out of it. And this is something I've been learning recently. It's just no fun when I feel like I have to have it perfect all the time. And maybe you've experienced that too, but just reignite the joy by giving yourself space to just experiment and try. And it kind of, I don't know, it just makes it a lot lighter in the process and it makes it more fun, I think, and just simplifies it. I think that's going to be the theme here is just let's simplify. I love that. I've been learning that and living that for the past few years and it's truly made such a difference for me. A couple of other things are having a lot of different interests. This is another one that I struggle with so much. And it's just this idea of being really multi-passionate and I want to do all the things. Like I have a hundred ideas and I think they're all good. But (laughs) what I've been learning recently is if I have a lot of good ideas, that's great. But what is the right idea or the best idea? Because not all good things 
have to be done right now. And I feel like it may sound so silly, but that's something I've really had to work through the past couple of years because I have a lot of things that I do. I'm just, I'm interested in a lot of things and I don't think that's a bad thing at all, but it's just something where I've had to learn to kind of come with some discernment and decide, okay, I can do all the things if I want to. I can try a, a lot of different projects, goals, hobbies, but it kind of slows you down to be focusing on so many different things at once. And and that makes sense, right? Like if you're trying to move in five different directions at the same time, you're only going to go so far. And so I think the beauty of, of kind of getting that clarity that sometimes keeps us back when we're not sure where to start, or we have a lot of different interests is to maybe try one at a time where it's like, okay, this is a list of a hundred things I want to do. Let's start with one. Like, what can I try this month? Should I go to that gardening class? Should I take that online course? It's like, just try one thing. And then again, it will probably give you the clarity of like, oh my gosh, this is the thing for me. Or, okay, this is great, but I don't know if it's like for right now or, you know, who knows? And so I think just maybe dreaming a little bit, brainstorming a little bit, and then just deciding, okay, what's one thing I can try again, simplify, take it really small, small in small pieces. And I think that'll help because I feel like when you're multi-passionate, it's like, I want to do all the things and I want to do them now. But if you just start with one thing, if, how do I explain this? Okay. So the way I kind of look at it is if you start one thing and grow from there, it's, probably likely that you could add in the other things and they would work okay together because it's all coming from you. And if they're all aligned with you, they're all probably going to be connected in some way. And so I hope this makes sense. But the way I've kind of started to look at it is like, you know, I love to write and I love doing this podcast. I also really like social media and I'm also really interested in human trafficking and I'm a huge bookworm. And those could seem like really random things, but I was talking to a friend of mine, um, a coach of mine actually, and she was helping me process through this. And I was like, I just feel so overwhelmed by all the things I want to do. And I don't know what to invest my time and energy and money in. And she was like, well, you know, like what do all these things have in common? It's that you want to learn and you want to use your voice and you want to share with other people to help them grow. And it's like, okay, yeah, the common denominator there is I really like being able to use my voice to help people. And so all of the pieces kind of fit together because I love to read, which gives me information that I can share because I love to use my voice to teach and I love to use my voice to encourage and all these things. So maybe you could even look at your hobbies or interests and all the things you want to try and kind of find the the common denominator there. And it's like, okay, what's the theme that we see? Is it that you just really want to help people? Is it that you really just are invested in growing in a certain area. I don't know, but it may be really interesting for you to take the time to sit down and see how the things are connected because then you could probably choose one thing to start with and and see maybe from a bird's eye view how they could all come together. Just a thought. Feeling unqualified. This is another big one that I have felt at so many points in my life. I published my first book when I was 19 years old. I was a child. And I had no idea what I was doing. I had no experience. I had no idea how to publish a book, how to do anything like clueless, but I just tried. I just started the process and I asked for help. And, you know, I feel like sometimes that is how you get qualified by just starting and trying because if you give yourself permission to learn along the way, rather than trying to have it all figured out first and like waiting till you're qualified, which Obviously, in some areas, yes, you have to be qualified. If you're going to be a doctor, please be qualified before you go and do surgeries, right? But as far as little things like projects or 
things that don't require that level of qualification, a lot of the time experience can qualify just as much as education or whatever. It just kind of depends on your realm, but maybe step back and think, okay, I, I may not know everything. I may not be an expert now, but kind of like I was saying earlier, like the first steps are not going to be your greatest, strongest, most amazing, magical things you produce. But if you continue to take steps, you're going to learn and grow. And that's how you become an expert. That's how you become better at your craft or your skill or whatever you're building and, and, and creating. And so maybe just start from there. I hope that kind of takes some pressure off. Oh man, the fear of what other people will think. This is such a struggle for me. Cut loops right into comparison. Um, and, and I posted a reel about this recently because it's a thought I've been thinking about lately because I heard someone say a quote that was, the sooner you're you, the sooner the people who need you can actually find you. And that just changed my whole perspective because I... I struggle sometimes feeling like I need to look like this. I need to sound like this. I need to do this if I want to be successful or if I want to make a difference or if I want to do meaningful things. And that's just silly to, to feel like I have to be someone else. Like I, that's just honestly wasted time when I could just be being myself, being true to me, because then the people who actually need me will get that because I'm, I'm being myself, I'm being genuine and authentic. And so although it's really hard not to struggle with what people will say or what people think, you just kind of have to shake it off. And it's easier said than done. Totally being transparent here. Like I still struggle with this a lot, but it's like, you know, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And it doesn't mean that negative comments or rejection isn't going to sting, but I think it makes it easier when you know you're being true to yourself, because at the end of the day, like if somebody's going to reject me, I'd rather them reject me for being myself than for rejecting me for being this fake version that I feel like people want me to be and that I'm really not. So I hope that's helpful and encouraging to you because the thing is the dreams that are in your heart and the desires and passions that you have are put there for a reason. And so if you're trying to be somebody else, it's not going to be as effective because those things that God put in your heart only you can do them the way that he has designed and equipped you to do. And and in doing that, you will only reach those people in that specific way that you can if you're being yourself. And so I tried to think about it that way. And it kind of relieves the pressure a little bit because it's like, you know what? I'm not perfect. I don't look like this person. I'm not the expert. I'm not totally qualified. I may not be you know, the best, but I'm me. And I can reach people with my story and with where I'm at in my journey in a different way than somebody else can. And that's actually a really special thing. And so I think choosing to focus on that makes it a little easier to not be so focused on what other people are thinking when it comes to keeping you from starting. I hope that makes sense. As we're wrapping up, like I know this is a lot and there's there's the list goes on and on of things that actually keep us back, hold us back from starting. But at the end of the day, I hope that you give yourself permission to try. I know I've said it a hundred times in this episode, but really just maybe sit down, maybe go on a walk or maybe just like dream a little bit while you're driving and think about like, who do I want to be in this world? Like, what do I want to be remembered for? Like, what matters to me? What do I want to put out in the world? Like, what do I have to offer? Because you have something really incredible to offer that nobody else can like, Nobody else has your story. Nobody else has your unique set of skills, gifts, abilities, dreams, passions, desires. Like 
it's so amazing and unique that you are just you. And so I hope that you will give yourself the freedom and the space to sit down and just not only dream, but try, like, think about what's the smallest step. And if any of these things still hold you back, I would encourage you, like, go through the process. In that book I mentioned earlier, Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo, she has this exercise in there where you actually walk through worst case scenario and it, it just totally drains the fear right out of it because the worst case is never really as bad as we think. And so like, let's say I'm just, I'm afraid of failing. And so I don't want to start. Well, okay. So let's say I start and I fail. Then what happens? Well, I've lost all the money that I invested and I've lost this time and I've all that. Okay. Well, what happens? Like you've lost the money. Then what do you do? Uh, I mean, I will keep working my jobs. I will keep doing what I'm doing. It's like, okay, so is that really the worst thing that could happen? And usually it's not as big and scary as we think it is or that it would be if we, if, if things didn't turn out exactly the way we hoped that they would be, but working through it and like letting yourself actually understand like, okay, maybe it's not as big and scary as I thought it was kind of gives you a little bit of comfort. Cause it's like, you know what, if even, if I need to put a safety net in place, place, great. If I need to, before I start, like have a plan for, okay, if this fails, this is going to be my backup thing. But at the end of the day, it's probably not going to be as bad as we think it is. And I'm speaking from experience here. When we try, when we take that first step to start, we usually get the clarity. We usually have a sigh of relief because it's like, okay, I did it. That was the hardest part and it's over with now. And then we're one step closer to getting to where we want to be. And so that's just kind of a jumbled <laughs> synopsis of what's been on my heart and mind lately. And I wanted to share it in case you're there too, because I know this is a big thing that a lot of women struggle with, a lot of like people struggle with in general, but I don't want you to be held back by those things. I hope that you will try. If you decide to start something, please let me know. I, I want you to send me a message when you're listening to this episode, screenshot, share, tell me you were here, then send me a message saying what you're going to start and how I can cheer you on because I want to cheer you on the whole way. Even if you fail, if you fail, I'll send you coffee money and then we'll just talk about how you can start a fresh step from there. <laughs> so let's uncomplicate this. Let's simplify the process and let's just start. That's all I got for you today. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember I am cheering you on.